I'm Paul Levinson, and welcome to Light On, Light Through, episode 202. And I'm still getting congratulations from many of you about my 200th episode. I'll play some more of those after this review of Foundation 1.7. And let me start off by telling you two things about this episode of Foundation, which I saw last night riveted to the screen of Apple TV+. I'm going to tell you two things before I warn you about the bombshell spoilers that will follow in this review. Point one. This episode 1.7 is by far the best episode in the television series so far. And it's the first to truly live up to and in some ways exceed where the story was at this point in Isaac Asimov's writing. So I now understand why Isaac's daughter Robin is such a strong supporter of this television series. Point two, and yes, the TV narrative differs from the astounding stories that Asimov wrote in the 1940s and the way he put them together in the original Foundation trilogy in the early 1950s, and the sequels and prequels he wrote and had published back in the 1980s. Now, those written works start in a place not very far from the beginning of the television series, but the TV series proceeds to a place very different from but still related to the written stories and novels. And this different TV path is on the deepest level true to its source. So the TV series is, in effect, an alternate history future of what Asimov wrote. And that's why episode 1.7 resonates so well with at least me having read and loved those original Foundation stories. Now, here's the spoiler warning. Everything from now on will spoil, will give away something very important in episode 1.7. So, if you haven't watched it yet, I'd watch it first and then come back to this podcast. So, point three. We learned in episode 1.7 why Harry was killed and what he was doing years later on that ship with Gal. Most devotees of the Foundation saga have already guessed why Harry was killed. It was part of his plan, that is, his plan in the television series. In effect, an early expression of the Selden plan. And in episode one. Point seven, we find out that although Harry's physical body, including his brain, died in that horrendous stabbing, his mind or psyche or soul, take your pick or go with all three, was transferred or uploaded or downloaded, same advice, take your pick or take all three. But Harry's mind, psyche or soul was transferred to that ship on which Gale discovers Harry. So, Harry's mentality lives. 
and a hologram or whatever exactly that was. This likely, no doubt, will be the expression of the hologram we've been awaiting all these episodes. Awaiting to see because that's one of the high points of Isaac Asimov's novels. Point four. I thought the scene with Brother Dawn was even better than last week's scene with Brother Dawn, which was excellent. And the clone story continues to be both a keen piece of science fiction all on its own and one which fits in well with the alternate foundation story, that is, the television series. We learn that Dawn is more than a little different from Day and Dusk. With Dawn's many mutations and differences, he, in effect, is really their brother, not their clone. This has to have importance in the future of the television series. Point five. Demersel had her best night, too, I thought, in particular her conversation with Day, in which she explains why she bowed, apparently a profound violation of her programming. So in a way, Demersel may be the equivalent of Dawn, for some reason, behaving not the way she is supposed to behave. So point six, I think the reasons for Dawn's and Demersel's divergences will be crucial. They'll be a crucial part of the ongoing story, either this season or next. And point seven and in some respects, the most momentous for last. What Gail realizes about herself at the end of episode 1.7, that she can feel the future ahead of her? Welcome to the second foundation. She's Prem Palver. I expect we'll see her next season vis-a-vis... The Mule. And I'll be here well before then with my review of the next episode of Light On, Light Through. That will be episode 203. It'll be a review of Probably Invasion, which if you've been listening to these episodes, you know I reviewed the first three episodes of Invasion last week. So I'll be reviewing Invasion 1.4, which I'm going to watch later today, also on Apple TV+. And then I'll be following that within a few days with a review of Foundation 1.8. The Light on Light Through podcast. Well, as I mentioned at the beginning of this episode... I'm still getting congratulations from many of you about reaching this lofty number of 200. And I'm going to play for you now two congratulations I got from two different people just in the past few days. Hello, hey now, this is Leroy Q, a.k.a. QRock639. Just wanted to take a second and congratulate my good friend, Mr. Paul Levinson, on his 200th episode of his podcast, Light On, Light Through. So again, congratulations to Paul Levinson. Make sure you guys are all checking out all the podcasts, Light On, Light Through. It's become one of my favorite spots to find 
new television shows and, and books and just various things that I might need to be in the know of. So thank you again, Paul. Keep pushing. We love you over here, brother. From myself, everybody, the Three Beats Later crew, congratulations, man. Peace. Hi, Paul. Robin Shannon here from WFUV. I just wanted to offer a great big congratulations on the 200th episode of your Light on Light Through podcast. You are the best. Congratulations. Well, thank you, Laren Q, and thank you, Robin Shannon. Laren and I go back a long, long way. Well, not that long, but, you know, back, yeah, I guess at least 10 or more years Uh, I met him on a blogging site, and we found out quickly that we both had a love for music and produced music. He actually produced some really nice beat versions of some of the songs from my Twice Upon a Rhyme album with his then-wife, Ja Voice. Well, recently, I was really delighted to receive from Laren Q, his production of Cloudy Sunday, a really great remix with all kinds of goodies in there. And you heard some of that in and behind his congratulations for me. And on the show notes for this podcast episode, you'll find a link to Laren Q's remix of Cloudy Sunday, and you can search for it. Just go Cloudy Sunday Remix. You'll find it up on Spotify, on Apple Music, all over most of the known and unknown universe of music. And thank you also to Robin Shannon. She is someone who's been doing some great work on WFUVFM, Fordham University's radio station. She's interviewed me from time to time, and I always really enjoy being interviewed by her. So I look forward to listening to more of Robin's work on WFUV. And I'll be back here soon with another episode of Light On, Light Through. In the meantime, stay safe, stay well, and enjoy. AD. She ripped the paper in half, then ripped the halves, then ripped what was left again into bits and pieces of history that could have been. Sierra Waters had read once that, years ago, it was thought that men made love for the thrill, while women made love for the sense of connection it gave them. Curled up with a good book says, Sierra Waters is sexy as hell. You can find out more about The Plot to Save Socrates by Paul Levinson at theplottosavesocrates.com.
about an ancient biotech war raging on in secret for centuries. 